We are on the Bible Rundown. It's Pastor Rob with you, and we have our special guest, Cody Tooley, with us on day 28, Exodus 19 and 20, Matthew 8. What's going on? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's Mr. Cody Tooley. He's our youth pastor. He (laughs) is live. He is ready. We are on the Bible Rundown. We go quickly, Cody. It's going to be a great day. But Matthew 19, God has delivered up his people from Egypt. He has rescued them, Cody. He has delivered them through the Passover lamb, all the symbolism we've seen. And now Pharaoh and his army are on the bottom of the Red Sea. And God is now taking his people to Sinai in which he will visit them. But before he does that, there's an important verse, verse six, and you shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words that you shall speak to the people of Israel. And this 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 is this is a big deal, Cody. Now God's people will not only be holy or set apart from the na- all the nations of the world, but now God's people will be a kingdom of priests. That's what they were designed to do in the Garden of Eden is to serve the Lord. That word there, that the priesthood is 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 this this service of God, and this is what Adam and Eve were designed to do in the Garden of Eden was to serve the Lord by the tree of life, and now they're returning to this service. God will visit them in lightning and thunder. All of these things come into play as they as they prepare themselves for to meet with the Lord. And then we get the giving of the Ten Commandments, Cody, in chapter 20. Tell us about it. Man, and you know, for our listeners, too, like when we read these stories, it, I, I remember growing up reading the Ten Commandments as an individual story. But reading it in the context of the whole Bible, this is a huge moment because you're going to see this theme throughout of like, man, we should just go back to Egypt or man, we want to be like these other nations and stuff. But this moment right here, God is establishing his nation. This is where Israel is formally formed and, uh, and, 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 you know, kind of encouraged or, or, or named because, you know, beforehand it was just a bunch of families, but now these are God's chosen people. They've always been God's chosen people. They're still descendants of Abraham, but now it is Israel as a nation. And so all of these laws, uh, like these first 10 laws are reflected by the rest of them later. But uh, but they're all in response to who God is and his mercy and and salvation um, and what he has already done. Man, it's it's a it's a great passage. So in that light. Yeah, that's right. In verse two, I am the Lord, your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. And then he declares the Ten Commandments. So he's he's declaring that because of his salvation, because of the grace of God shown to his people, now they obey the Ten Commandments. And these Ten Commandments, and we've talked about this, but these Ten Commandments uh, reflect the character and nature of God himself. And thus, you know, God is not a murderer. He is not an adulterer. And so the people of God are set apart. They're a holy nation unto God. They serve him as they reflect the glory of God in their life. And so this is a response to God's salvation, um, God's glory and salvation through judgment, Cody. And so we move to Matthew chapter 19, uh, and we we carry that that 
understanding of the law and response to the law to, to Matthew 19. What, what do you have for us there? Man, Matthew chapter 18 yeah. uh, is where we're at. But there's a, uh, a parable. This is one of my favorite parables in the whole story because it just is so convicting every time. But there's, it says that there's this man who goes before a king and borrows money and uh, he, he can't pay him back. And so what happens is uh, he, he goes, uh, like the king come, brings him before him and says, hey, I forgive you of all this stuff. And the guy, man, is just so grateful and so encouraged by that. And so he goes home, but he's got a man who, who owes him some stuff too, right? And, uh, you know, and it's much less than what the first guy owed. Um, but, but you know what? That guy who was just forgiven this massive debt gets mad and angry at this, at this other man and throws him in jail until he can pay him back. And the king hears about this and gets just blistering angry because of, because of his unfaithfulness. He says, hey, hey, shouldn't you have also had mercy on your fellow servant just as I had mercy on you? And because he was angry, that master handed him over to the jailer. And, you know, obviously the idea is like, man, we have been forgiven of such a huge unpayable debt by the blood of Christ. And uh, so how, how then can we go and treat people poorly? How, the, how can we go and treat people any less than what God has treated us? Man, that's such a convicting and also encouraging uh, passage. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> the, the Bible here, it's, it's this picture of this, um, this, this 77 Cody, this picture, this number of 77 times, verse 21, the Peter came up to him. How often will my brother sin against me and I forgive him? As many as 77 times, Jesus said, seven times, Jesus, I do not say to you seven times, but 77 times. Uh, this is in, in reference back to Genesis where Cain's revenge is sevenfold and Lamech's is 77 fold in Genesis chapter four. And so this is an understanding that Jesus is in response to the wickedness and the seed of the serpent of Cain and Lamech. Jesus's response in the gospel is true and righteous forgiveness. And the reason why is because Christ has forgiven us. Now we're able to forgive others. And so when we see this story, as, as you mentioned earlier, of, of the story of forgiveness and, and this, this uh, unforgiving servant, Jesus is showing us that, that because of his love, God's steadfast love, and what Christ has done on the cross, we are able now mm. to forgive because he has forgiven such a great debt that yeah. we owe. I feel like we're just left with one question whenever I'm reading this. And the question is just, how can I do anything other than that? And uh, man, I'm just grateful for what the Lord's done. This is Bible Rundown. Great job, Cody. We'll see you tomorrow.